damp soil. Oh, he's just clouded Cotchin. He half pulled the punch, but he made enough contact. It's quite a moment. <laughs> at his because, peak huddle. Yeah, and Franklin's getting thrashed at that stage. He's not part of the game. Yeah. I was watching and thought, he's frustrated. Yeah. And it's Before minute, that. It's Before a minute that. 43 to go in the quarter. Yeah. And then with a vengeance, he takes this huge contested mark, which he doesn't normally take. And that's the start of things. Yeah. I, I Sitting there watching it with my partner, and I said before, knowing Lance personally, I thought, he's seriously frustrated here. This kid, Gipkis, is playing him beautifully, not engaging in body, and he's tall and he's got reach. Lance doesn't like being played from behind if the ball isn't on the short hit-up lead, and Gipkis played it beautifully. But after that moment, uh, Trent Cotchin, I thought, he he's going to try and run into Cotchin here and draw a 50 or draw a free kick downfield. He did, but then he retaliated. It was compelling viewing, right, at that moment. Yeah. yeah. Will he get suspended, Sam? Oh, I think he will. Uh, it's hard to see, no matter what way you slice and dice it, that he pulls on the boots next weekend. So frustratingly, isn't it? The moment of impact is obscured, but it might not matter. I mean, you can't definitively say if it's closed fist or open hand or half open or half closed. The, the head of Cochin does rock back, and it is high. So it's intentional. It is high. It's a matter of whether they deem it to be low or medium impact for mine. If it is low, then it's a one-match ban, and that might be a generous assessment. If it is medium, and Trent Cochin probably luckily for Lance doesn't flop and fall over, I think most players probably would have been rocked onto their onto their backsides. If it is medium impact, then that's two matches. I mean, coming off five can't goals. Be I can't I can't see. Even medium if, at least is to go to ground yeah. and then get up and nothing wrong. So low impact, he misses the game against Melbourne after kicking five, which is a shame, but I, I can't see how he how he gets away with it scot-free. The only way he gets away with it is insufficient force, which is a stretch. Yeah, once again, this era, he's lucky that that action is in this era because the intent is there to strike somebody high. That's that's one of the... the, the, the indiscrepancies of this uh, law in this era. It's, it's, he wanted to hit him high. Yeah, so it doesn't matter whether it's a closed fist or an mm. open hand. He struck him. Yeah. The, the charge is striking, and there's no question. Out of he play. Struck him. He yeah. struck him. Although if he had Barry Hall's advocate from 2006, you could say he's in Hall when he struck Moose Maguire when he was just trying to off the ball make <laughs> position. Interesting byplay between the two of them all night, all wasn't night. it? All well, night. That's the first question I asked you this morning. Is there a history between those two? Because they were they were at each other all night like cats mm. and dogs. It was fantastic. Yeah, but Cochin placed himself, oh, I thought, yeah. beautifully. Yeah. And it, I thought Cochin and Nankervis were the two best on ground in the first half. Nankervis had seven tackles at half time, And he was a big, bruising, brutal, say this in the right Way, Toby, if you're listening, mongrel in the first half. Mm. Now, uh, um, and Trent Cotchin was winning ball and just doing the, the Richmond thing of three years ago. Every time he could just get the ball in motion, Richmond's way, he took the ground. Under tackle, bang. Out the front side of the pack, toe poke it. And then he placed himself on the back of the square when Sydney had the ball coming forward and he stood in the way. 
Yeah, he was like I... a, a defender dropping back. He was as brave as brave could be. I knew you'd raise it. I'm, I'm looking forward to Sando's point of view on this too. I, my, my mouth, my jaw was on the floor. I had to rewatch that moment from Trent Koch and going back to, to intercept that buddy lead about 10 times. I could not believe that was tough, the wasn't bravery. It? Genuinely tough. I could tough. not believe it. Yeah, that was fantastic. I mean, he's, and, and got up straight away and just yeah. ran. Like he had a little roll of the shoulder. Like that would have yeah. been a stinger, right? Like that yeah. was... That and was courageous. blood running down the back oh, of the neck. Yeah. Like, that was un- – I just couldn't get my head around how insanely brave that was. Well, they were fantastic last night, Richmond, really. And, I mean, even at half time, and I think that's what Damien Harbour will show in the review, he'll show 30 seconds before half time, boys, here we are, 33 points up. Richmond will never lose a game from here. We've, we've – in the last seven or eight years, we've taken a lead like that in a half time. We go on and win that comfortably. So I, I still think they were great, Richmond. You know, obviously Lynch out. They had to play Soldo, you know, a little bit differently last night. And then Curvis was great to him, as you said. His battle with Laddams was excellent. Um, but oh, I just love the speed of Richmond, the way that they can spread. And that was so exciting ahead of the ball. You know, players like Bolton, yeah. um, you know, Dusty playing a little Short. bit closer to goal. Yeah, Short, yeah, yeah, a good player. Good, yeah. So Nankervis finished with nine tackles. Yep. I Six didn't think he was – Yeah, yep. he physically wasn't that imposing beast in the second half that he was yep. in the first. And, and and the stats will probably show that Trent had a great game all the way through. But I rated his game like a nine out of ten in the first half and probably would have given him six and a half, maybe a seven in the second half. Yep. They just – came off, whether it is age and fitness, the ability to run out the game for those two, which lead the way physically for that team, and does the rest follow in or not follow in behind them? Mm. I mean, yeah, they've never been a brittle team, but it it was just, to me, that was two players that couldn't go the distance on their brilliant first half. They only had a very good well, second half. they defended half. the yeah. Swans so well in the yeah. first half, Richmond, and this is the thing that will be disappointing for... Hardwick is they allowed Sydney to get back to that game style that's won them games earlier in the year. That those those D fifty chains they allowed in the second half. So they kick ten of the final thirteen goals. The Swans, um, and as I said before, Richmond just don't do that. There hasn't been um, a common uh, thread for them for a long time. Like they had that game under control, exactly how they wanted it, really well coached, structurally they set up perfectly, and then they allowed. The Swans to do exactly what they've been trying to do all season. Allow that run and carry D50 chain game. Um, and obviously Franklin just lit up after he only had three possessions to halftime on Young Gibkiss. Sydney, six goals from 36 entries in the first half. Yep. Second half, 10 goals from 24. Mm. Yeah. So, and I was looking around at Papley had four touches. I think he had his fifth just before halftime, but it was in the back half of the ground. They just couldn't hold the ball in there. And when yeah. they were kicking points, they just couldn't, well, couldn't Durham, keep the ball in there. Durham first half, Richmond kick 11 goals from 22 inside 50s. Yeah. Right? The, the moves made, uh, John Longmire puts Mills back as that sort of floating seventh defender. Uh, Richmond then kick one goal in the third quarter from 14 inside 50s. So it completely changed the game. So when you look at the chess pieces moving and the coaches making adjustments to what's needed, um, Long Long Wai pulls the right card. He he, he puts Mills behind the ball. He was influential, stops their run. Um, and, then and the opposite number at the other end was Broad. He, yep. he was, yeah, and they he was more of that. Uh, it's, it's funny. It's how you can play two 
extra defenders uh, differently. Two two defenders, one on each side, uh, differently. So Mills never really went to pick up somebody. Yep. He just played that freewheeling Jake Lever style yeah, extra right. defender. Whereas Broad was start, you know, in general play when the ball's between the two fifties, was the most times was that extra defender, but he was a slide defender. Yeah, that's right. So if something would happen the ball come down one side, he'd slide over there to pick up the oncoming player and then it, it was, you know, Tarrant would become the extra defender. So they always had one of three different players was the extra defender and, and, and it worked better for Sydney. But Mills always taking that space of being the extra defender instead of the well, slide. It was, it was, it was such a brave call from the coach's box. Something had to be done. The Swans, obviously going into this game, had only won one of their last four. There's six goals down at halftime. They take their best midfielder out of the midfield and put him behind the ball. It's a gutsy call, mm. and it's paid off. They've won by six points. Uh, they kicked 10 of the last 13 goals, and you know part of that's Franklin. He was exceptional in the second half, three goals in the last quarter. He kicked beautifully in the second half too, yeah. which... I mean, the, the amount of shots they had in that first half and the amount of entries, and they could only get six, and they kicked poorly. Do you reckon one of the coaches, Derms, just... Just walked up to Franklin at halftime and said, "You've only had three disposals at re- halftime." I, re- I reckon a, Lance on a, is, on a rookie. <laughs> yeah, maybe Lance. <laughs> Lance is one of these. He's I won't, and I mean this in the right terms. He'll see his own legend forming, and he would hate the fact himself that a nineteen-year-old kid in his first full season has not beaten him at halftime. Really, yeah. put him to the sword. Really taken the greatest forward we've seen since Carey yep. out of the out of this competition, and I reckon that had a fair play emotionally. I mean, he's like most key forwards; he's got a fair ego, Lance. And to do that to him, yeah, that's that's going to give him some motivation, somewhat more. Still, yeah. It's it's six straight to three six in the last quarter, though. So Richmond had their chances. We're talking about it off air. When you see Dustin Martin step that defender and yeah, shape up for the snap, misses, you yeah. think you put your glasses down. Yeah, that's going in. Bolton, yeah. Edwards, Bolton, Martin. From four points down, Jeez. they have four great looks. Yeah, they do. And they it was there. Yeah, like Bolton's missed from the right forward pocket. Like he's been gobbling those yeah. up all year. Well, I cannot recall seeing Dusty miss by that much. And and having said that. I think Richmond have done pretty well out of Dusty, so it's yeah. not, not hanging yeah, out there. I'll tell you what is interesting, though, Derm. They have the buy now, Richmond, which is the classic reset. That's when you obviously evaluate your season to this point. They're six and five, the Tigers. So they're back in some good form, and obviously last night they could have gone either way. They play Port. Are they really six and five? Yep. Port, Carlton, Ooh. and Geelong after the mm. buy. That's a really interesting three-game stretch for them, and it will dictate how serious we're going to treat Richmond, I think, in the second half of the year. I said I thought Richmond more my smoky. If something happened yep. in Melbourne at the start of the year, I thought Richmond could be good. And I based it on the fact that own personal experience with Hawthorne in 91, we reloaded and again, guess what we were at the 11 game mark? Six, Six and five. five. Yep. And reloaded and won the premiership. Well, that's, other, that's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> there was one other element of last night that Damien Hardwick lamented in his press conference, and that was the free kicks that his side give away. So the, the whistle did mm. blow 61 times last night, which is a lot, but this is not about the umpires. It was relatively even anyway, 31-30. But 
he did lament some really costly ones last night and put it back on his own side. So in terms of free kick differential, they ranked last this year, Richmond. They ranked last last year. They ranked second last in 2020, second last in 2018, last in 2017. It's not – we've seen this movie before. What is it about that side? Aggressive tackling teams give away free kicks. But generally, they teams, go to the tackle so much. You see how often yeah. players slide and slip under tackles. A, a tackling team, you lay enough tackles, you stop the opposition moving the ball, and you you pressure them. But the the the, the giveaway from that is you end up yeah. in in. The odds are you give away more free kicks. I think also too, Sam, they are second to the ball too often. Like they're they're, they're a little bit one paced in the midfield, and mm. I say that with obviously Prestia and Cochin and. During their premiership era, they never really... It's off it. turnover. Yeah, yeah, so it's they didn't mind losing clearance mm. because they were so good behind the ball. A bit like Geelong through that patch, you know, mm. 07, 09, 2011 with that great back line. Even if you lost clearance, you'd get the ball back. You'd, you'd lose 30 metres from clearance, but, but gain 186 now. Yeah. going the other way. Yeah, they're yeah. so good with the ball, aren't they? Yeah, the yeah. 666 now, I don't think they're as comfortable losing centre bounce oh, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah. Uh, it's a curiosity anyway. It's a, that was, it's a, there was some wildly undisciplined stuff last yeah. night from both teams. Both teams, yeah. So if anyone goes to 61, you, you actually have to work your way back through that. There's there's a dozen free kicks that teams don't give away. That they get, some mm. of the stuff that Nan Curvis and Laddams were doing is Grimes, Grimes just what about Grimes on over Franklin. Ridiculous yeah. wicks you mentioned. Yeah. Um, Bolt, Nan Curvis is, is – he's – Seventy-five percent the way there to Shane Mumford. Yeah, he's he's professionally clumsy, yeah. Yeah. and I reckon it's fantastic because <laughs> he, he, people just say, "Well, there's Nank. Just we'll just just give me a nolly here. Through you go. <laughs> just raise the tackles have been down this year, but there were a lot last night. They're just coming back yeah. quickly. Seventy-two they laid Richmond, so the Swans back on fifty-six. It was a real physical game, wasn't it? Any correlation between the number of free kicks and the high scoring? So two games out of three, the last three games we've seen sixty-three kicks, free kicks in the Brisbane Hawthorne game, and they both topped the ton. 61 free kicks last night, and they both topped the mm. ton. As if it happens again, we have ourselves a trend. Jared we Healy thinks, to. Jared yeah. Healy thinks free kicks, are, that you keep paying free kicks when they're there, and it's actually stimulating for the game. Well, the thing I liked about last night, it was just free-flowing, open footy. It was up and down the ground. It was such a good spectacle to watch. It was such an entertaining game of footy. And it could have gone either way. We know that now, but... Um, God, footy's in a good spot, right? Like, it's so much fun to watch games like that last night. And you're right, Jared. the 22 tackles in their forward 50 Richmond, they dialed up the pressure. So it was, it was bash and crash style. Two teams um, who were desperate to win. And we've got an absolute classic. The rider on that is, once again, the first team to 100 wins. Now, that is a true theory. Because by the time you get to 100 points, if it is in the back part of the fourth quarter, both teams are so fatigued, it's hard to catch up. The opposite to that is if a team makes it to 100 inside three quarters, <laughs> there's plenty of time left. And one team's not having a go and therefore can have a go in the last quarter. But it only happens 3% of the time. It was, un- it was nearly a redundant stat as they don't get there anymore. But we've had it <laughs> twice in three games, Dermot. You're listening to Crunch Time for South Australia Tourism Rewards Wonder. Visit southaustralia.com.